Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jared Gray with my co-host, Jordan Rains and the Dynasty Chef, Steve. How you doing, fellas? Doing great. Yeah, good. Good morning. Happy to be here. Man, uh, happy Thanksgiving week. Uh, big, big week yesterday. Uh, and got a, good, got a good game tonight. You know, going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully the Rams actually show up and play football tonight. So we'll see what happens. That's asking a lot. I'd say, I mean, dude, let's be honest. Their coach kind of needs it. I mean, all this praise that he's got, Sean McVay got last couple weeks and for the last couple of years, and they're not really not really balling by any aspect this year. So Mm-mm. we'll see what they need to do. Yeah. Um, okay, just our studs and duds, you know. Aspect. Most mostly studs, you know. Today we don't cover a lot of duds usually because the time runs out. Last couple of weeks. Um, Shout out to Expand the Box Score, the podcast network. We're happy to be part of that family. And, you know, they have a lot of really good college football stats and data over there. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys have not checked out that site, please go do that. It's awesome. Yeah, they do a really good job. Uh, we do have some crazy stuff coming up with them, and we'll put out later. But they do a great job for us and take care of everybody. So go check them out, expandtheboxscore.com. All right, let's get to it. Um, I guess plain and simple here. Uh, Joe Schobert needs to get paid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's just get the aspects out about this. I mean, five tackles, four pass deflections, two interceptions. He he should have had a sack. Um, I mean, dude was everywhere yesterday. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter. You know, in coverage, you know, right up on the quarterback. He's he's definitely having an all-pro season. He definitely deserves every aspect of getting paid. You know, maybe Kersey going out helped him a lot, but I mean, you can't can't grab about what he's doing. No, you know, he's, he's a pretty humble dude. He's having an incredible season. Um, two interceptions is enough, right there. I mean, he's playing lights out. Last week, he had was the highest-scoring linebacker in most leagues. This week, he's close to it again if he's not, depending on how things go down tonight. So, shouts to Joe Schobert for earning his keep and having a great season. He was ranked pretty high by a lot of people, but I don't think anybody saw this coming by any means. I mean, he's basically a week winner, week in and week out. Yep, I agree. Um, It's just fun to watch, to be honest with you. Um, Especially for Browns fans, there's not a whole whole lot of really positive stuff to watch besides Nick Chubb and Joe Schobert on that. Team. You know they're on a what, they're on a three game winning streak. Yeah, Landry is on a, like a four or five game touchdown streak now. So yeah, he's killing it, and mm-hmm. you got to give that with Baker Mayfield's. Uh, you know he's what? How many touchdowns he's got over the last five games? He's played pretty well. I don't know. His QBR the last five games is above ninety five, so he he's 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 coming along strong. Uh, just in that aspect, uh, rookie of the week for our linebackers Devin White, two sacks, eight tackles, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits. Man, he's coming along strong yeah. since he got injured. He's you know, after he got injured, came back kind of balling. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he's been playing very, very well. Um, I mean, there's not really a whole lot you can say about that. I mean, he's just playing really good. I mean, sacking, sacking guys, he's getting high number of tackles. Um, as far as I can tell, he's playing almost every defensive snap. Um, he's outscored Levante David the past two or three weeks now. Um, so good, good for him. You know, he's coming on strong. He started off a little slow. He had, the, like you said, the injury, but he's coming on strong now when you, when you want him and you've seen enough probably to where you're confident playing him every week down the stretch. So if you held on to him in a redraft league, that's awesome. And if you have him in Dynasty, like it feels good to finally – have some validation to that, you know, fairly high pick you probably spent to get him in your rookie draft. So kudos to you. I actually played against him in my dynasty yesterday. And I have Devin Bush and I'm probably going to lose, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like he's been coming down a little bit lately. Yeah, Devin Bush has been I mean, he had that fumble, well, fumble yesterday which was nice and he ended up with a few tackles, but for whatever reason, this, the ball's not coming his way quite as much. He's still around it a lot from what I saw, mm -hmm. but he's just not picking up the stats like he was early in the season. A little equalization there in the Devons, I think. Yeah, a little, uh, what do you call the law of averages coming Yeah. Definitely. I mean, everybody's going to end up slowing down a little bit. He's still a baller. I mean, mm -hmm. Bush is playing pretty well overall. I mean, like I said, he had the, the fun recovery to – help things out but uh when it comes to uh, overall we got you know some pretty good play out of devin white and <clears throat> devin bush yesterday uh I'm matt, still starting matt, devin bush. matt mono comes up big six tackles one tackle for loss one quarterback hit three pass deflections yeah matt can jump. he's massively underrated i mean i've been saying Definitely. it i would I've been ranking him ahead of uh, Tremaine Edmonds for weeks too. And I mean, it just, he's just a better fantasy play than Tremaine Edmonds. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Right 100% snaps. Uh, he's sure tackler. You he's can't add much more. Coverage. And he's not the primary linebacker. So he's not the one people are trying to avoid. You know what I mean? Like, so he gets, yep. he gets those cleanup kills. Um, He's awesome. He's only like 24 or 25, too. So it's not like he busted or anything. Like, he's coming into his own. It's just because he's had a few injuries. That's why people have yep. kind of been off him. Mm -hmm. so let's finish off the line, the linebacker studs. Devondre Campbell, K.J. White, Demario Davis, Blake Martinez, Cole Holcomb, Todd <laughs> Davis, Fred Warner, Jamie Collins, Jayon Brown with a monster 15-tackle game. And Zach Cunningham with 16 tackles. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of tackles yesterday. Dude, there's some there were some high tackle games yesterday. I mean, Devondre Campbell, eight tackles. Demario Davis continues to be on this list. I mean, eleven tackles, a sack, a quarterback hit pass deflection. Uh, he might be the surprise MVP of the year. When we're all said and done, Demario Davis might be right there. Oh yeah. The last three weeks he's been on absolute fire. And it's not like he was like not doing good before that either. I mean, he's coming on so strong, um, you know, sacks, interceptions, I mean, mm -hmm. high tackle numbers. And, I mean, when you turn on this, when the Saints game's on and they're on defense, he seems like he's the player that you kind of always notice. Like, he just goes hard. Um, yeah. So, shouts to Demario Davis, friend of the show. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, Proud member of the IDP Army. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're inducting him in. Uh, KJ, right. big game yesterday, 12 tackles, tackle for loss, quarterback hit, 
we're going to continue to say this every day. Devondre Campbell is the guy to own in Atlanta. Eight tackles, pass deflection, and an interception. Mm-hmm. It's the second week in a row with an interception. Yeah, he's been – I mean, Deion Jones is just – he's been outperforming Deion Jones for a while now, and you don't have to like it. I mean, it's just facts, you know. Um, he's playing really well. He's one of the better players on that defense right now. Uh, plain and simple, you know, he gets the tackles. He's get two interceptions back-to-back weeks. That's big for a linebacker. You know, we're talking about Joe Schobert. He did it, you know, Devondre Campbell's doing it too. So give the man some credit. Um, yeah, I, I got a feeling that they'll probably screw up and get rid of him next year because they paid Deion Jones all that money, and he's probably going to want some money now. I, I don't know the financial situation, contract situation, but Devondre Campbell's earned whatever he's making now, I promise you it's not enough. So. Well, he's a young buck. He, he, he's going to stay for a little bit. I, I mean, he's still under contract for another year or two. So I don't, I don't see how you get rid of him. He's, just too, he's, just, he's been way too good, and he's been healthy, which is what more can you want? Um, yeah. person that is getting a lot of money and continues to play pretty well is Blake Martinez. Six mm-hmm. tackles, one sack, tackle for loss, and a quarterback hit. Not a monster game for him because we have such high expectations for him. But, I mean, the guy, that guy's worth some money. I mean, whether he's it's here or not, he's been a constant. He is and he isn't. I've been watching and reading. I mean, I follow some people on Packers Twitter, and he's got a few knocks against him in, within the Packers community. I mean, he's a good tackler, but apparently he lets – There's, I don't remember which side it is, but he's got a couple of weaknesses that teams seem to exploit against him from time to time, and it's come up on film. And I think that they – I mean, I'm not a you know, I'm not a scout or anything, but I think that there's a chance that they might move on from him. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. That's I mean, I get that, but I mean, if you talk to the players, the players love him. Uh, the he always takes a rookie or two under his wing. <clears throat> they have nothing but great things to say about him. You know the the interview that I did early season uh, in training camp. You know I talked about a player that took him under his wing, and uh, uh, wow, I'm having a mental blank. <laughs> the rookie under free agent out of Oklahoma. Um, and he had nothing but great things to say about Blake Martinez. And all of the teammates say the same thing about Blake Martinez. So that's huge. He's he's good for the locker room, and he's a sure tackler. So hard to get rid of somebody like that when, sure, there's another linebacker every year, but what if you get a Preston Brown? You know, what if you get a guy who's, who's a cancer for the locker room, which is huge. So – yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get with players these days. So, I uh, just uh, circled back up and I was looking real quick about uh, Devondre Campbell. Um, he came in the league in 2016, and he actually this year, right now, he's got 96 combined tackles. And last year was his best season in combined tackles. He had 94, and he still got five games to play. So this dude pretty much he's on get paid, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He I mean, he's going to lead the league. In t- he's going to lead the team in tackles, isn't he? Oh yeah, for sure. By a mile. So mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's what top twenty in. Oh yeah, he's top ten. He's, top, he's mm-hmm. top fifteen, top twenty in tackles after this week. I'm pretty sure because last week 
I think someone had 90, what was it, 92 tackles, and they were still top five. So he's got yeah, – Yeah, your boy, freaking Buddha Baker. Mm-hmm. My boy, <laughs> Buddha. Man, I could have used Buddha this week. I played Jabril Peppers and him going out at halftime. With oh, him. man. That killed me. And he might be injured, injured. So – yeah, I know. So it was hip. I'm afraid he might have fractured it or something. Which is inter- which is inter- interesting because was well, that I really thought Antoine Mathieu was going to step up after that, and he didn't have a great day at all. No, and then that other safety they put out there to replace him, he ended up getting that penalty called, which put the whoever they're playing on the goal line. And they ended up scoring. And I was like, man. And then the, the another guy that was I think it was that same safety also had a pick, and I was like, oh, that could have been Jabril Peppers. Davis had another big day uh, 13 tackles on attack for loss Um, a guy we don't have on here but has had played very well is AJ Johnson I'm going to have to look up all his stats but uh, AJ had a big day as well he was like he was a playmaker yesterday from what I saw I mean I didn't watch that whole game and when I was watching it it was mostly watching my boy Josh Allen you know just dominate the Broncos defense you were trying to tell me was so good yesterday. I mean. But, hey, if what happens whenever a good defense comes up against a great quarterback, you know, they just look like an okay he is. I mean, look, the fact – here's the thing. He's just playing really well. So Because he's really good. Uh, really good, really good. Well, things go hand in hand. Just wait. Just wait. I bet he has a better career than your precious Baker Mayfield. Ooh, I'm almost going to take that bet. Yeah, it'd be a long bet, though. I mean, we have to be talking for 15, 20 years. I don't know if I want to hang you know, out. It's long. funny. I have a I have a standing bet with somebody, and this and that was made this year, which is awesome. Uh, I'm not going to give you a, a total dollar amount because it's not a small dollar amount. Whether or not Baker Mayfield will <clears> be a starter <throat> for 10 years in the league. Hmm. I said, um, I'm not really worried about this one. That's an interesting bet. He'll definitely be a starter for six or seven. I mean, look at Mark. I mean, at a minimum, it's going to be five. So, yeah. Back to some IDP. Like you said, Todd Davis did have another good game. Um, 13 tackles, tackle for loss. I mean, you can't be mad at that. Fred Warner, here's a guy who has had three back-to-back-to-back great games now. Um, another Another double digit tackle game, 11 tackles. Another sack, which makes three over the span of the last three games. Tackle for loss and a forced fumble um, on Aaron Rodgers, no less. So I mean, it was a good game for Fred Warren. It was a, I mean, it's usually a good game for the 49ers defense. But since Quan Alexander has gone out, I mean, Fred Warner is basically back to being a boss. Earlier in the season, he was just kind of phoning it in. I mean, at least in the box score, it looked like that. But since Quan's been gone, I mean, he's stepped up to be the alpha dog in the middle. And that's, you know, to be an alpha dog on that team where there's three or four other alphas on that defense. I mean, I think he's got a bright future ahead, and he's a guy that if you have him in Dynasty, I mean, he's a young linebacker. He's only 23. Yeah, he's really young, especially after, you know, going after and getting Quan, and Quan goes out and he shows out again. Mm -hmm. uh, It shows that he's honestly, he's kind of the guy. And they got Dre Greenlaw, who's playing very well as well. Yep. Now you you can almost afford not to play pay Quan this year. Yeah, they shouldn't have. They going out and getting him was kind of one of the things. I mean, it's kind of like when they went and got a Jerick McKinnon. It's like, did you really need to do that? Or like, what was the point here? Like, oh, it was that was a horrible move. I mean, even if you just watch his his groundwork when Jerick McKinnon was, you know, the starter at 
I mean, the thing about Jarek McKinnon, I was just like, anything Jarek McKinnon can do, Matt Breed is already doing for mm-hmm. a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like, and he just did it again this year. I mean, there's, there's, they're really similar players. You got to give it to John Lynch, man. I mean, he, overall, he's done a very good job as a GM. He's picked up some good players. Oh yeah, he's put together quite a team. Both sides yeah, of the ball, so and a coach, so good for him. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, I loved him as a player. Um, all right, let's get to these. Well, let's not give no love to Zach Cunningham because you know, and Jam Brown because these two guys came back and balled out yesterday. Dude, Rashawn Evans was an afterthought yesterday. Yeah, I was just looking. He only played sixty-seven percent of snaps yesterday. I'm not really sure what was up with that. I guess so. I, Brown so it's funny. I was talking to Russ about it. You know, I'm pretty sure he got up nicked up right at the end of the first half. So he didn't come out playing a whole lot in the second half. Hmm. And Jaron Bryant had 15 tackles. So it's funny because Jaron Brown might is, might easily be available in some of your waiver wires right now. So might be a guy to go look at. Yeah, I mean, when he's been playing this year, he's been amazing. Um so if that were the case, yeah, I'd definitely go get Jayon Brown. That'd be silly to leave him on waivers. Um, yeah, a healthy, a healthy Jayon Brown. He's, I mean, in some leagues, he's he was a very high score last year. Um, so I mean, every you know, in already one, two, three. I mean, he's going to score a lot of points in 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 the format that we're putting out. So yeah, I mean, he's every game that he's not been hurt in this year i mean you pretty much want him in your lineup you know what i mean like he's a, de- a good high scorer as far as tackles go he's pretty decent in coverage doesn't he have one or two interceptions on the year so i mean he's got he's got everything you're looking for in a linebacker yeah three three of his past deflections were were actually dropped interceptions <laughs> so that's awesome. i can tell you that for sure yeah so he's very capable and aware of what's happening around him so I expect even bigger games in the future as long as he's healthy. So once a boy got hurt yesterday, Zach Cunningham blew up. Yeah, that was Thursday. But blew up. Cunningham, he hasn't had – that's his best game of his career tackle-wise. And I have him in four leagues. I played him in one. <laughs> that's literally the story of my whole season with Zach Cunningham. I bench him, and he has one of his better games. I play him, and he has like six tackles. Was yesterday – one of the best defensive line edge rushers days of the of the year. It's probably yes. top three for sure. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Of, I mean, this is without Everson Griffin, Joey Bosa, you know, Daniel Hunter. There was a lot of guys that showed up yesterday and got, you know, multiple tackles, at least a sack, you know. We've had Ezekiel on to Yeah, and a lot of, you know, Disruption. I mean, there was a good number of forced fumbles yesterday. There was a good number of interceptions yesterday. Um, you know, it was good to see Shaq Barrett get back in the studs column. Mm-hmm. Four tackles, five quarterback hits, um, a tackle for a loss, a sack, and another forced fumble. You know, it seemed like we are saying that, you know, every every week for the first five weeks. I still like that was his stat line, and then he chilled. But this week he came back out, and he had a nice, a nice monster game. Um Eric Armstead, you know, he came in on my rankings at like 23 this week. We didn't touch on him yesterday, but we almost did. We talked about him a little bit yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I just, when we did, even after we moved on, I was like, we didn't talk about him enough. And 
you know, he comes out and proves that, you know, that feeling was right. I mean, five tackles, four quarterback hits, two sacks, and a tackle for a loss. I mean, on a line where Nick Bosa plays and, uh, you know, my boy DeForest Buckner plays, Eric Armstead continues to be just as good, if not better, on a week-in, week-out basis. They have a stout, stout defensive line. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They Nick Bosa on that mm-hmm. defensive line. Three tags for loss, a sack, a fumble recovery, a quarterback hit, a tackle for loss. Mm-hmm. Bro, that, that defensive okay. line is stout. Oh, yeah. They were just, I mean, it was like every play, as soon as the ball was snapped, it was like Aaron Rodgers was surrounded. He was. It was and I loved it. He didn't know what to do. No. no. Yeah. I mean, he was, he conf- he was confused. He looked like he was out of his element. And the, the thing, again, too, about this line is, I mean, they just kept moving. Everybody's moving constantly. Mm-hmm. Like they're inside. They're outside. You know, they're in a, they're standing up. They're in, you know, a traditional stand. Well, yeah, and then that, that led a lot to his confusion. He didn't he didn't, he didn't know what to expect next. Yeah. It's like, where, where are they coming from? Uh, you I, know, on the opposite side of that ball, Darius Smith had a, had a great game. Six tackles, three quarterback hits, two tackles for loss, and one and a half sacks. We I mean, talked about him yesterday. You more. called that one yesterday. That's for dang sure. I told you, dude, he's been having such a good season. Like, and he's another guy's just like because he doesn't play a traditional he can't be called a defensive end because of what the hell they're lining up as. He's just forgotten, you know, and it's just like it's so unfortunate because he is playing he's one of the best defensive linemen, um, edge rushers, whatever the hell you want to call him, in the league right now. I mean, his pressure number is insane. Um, you know, his just watching him play, I mean, he's He's got so many different uh, skills. You know, I mean, his hand movement's great. The way he lines up is great. He can bull rush. I mean, he can dip. He can hit the corner. I mean, he can cause a strip. I mean, he can make the sack happen. I mean, he never gives up. And when fucking guys hit the edge, he's running dudes down. Like, he's fast. Like, he, it's, he's awesome. And I almost wrote about him in the offseason when we were still with that other jackass. Um, <laughs> I almost wrote about him. But, you know, I think I started to, and then I realized if I ever put this on his website, no one will see it, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't. But I really wish I had wrote something down so I could take a little more credit for being aware of what he was going to do. But he has a key. I play him in a couple of leagues where I have lucky enough to have him. He's incredible. Um, six tackles, too, for a guy that you're lining up on as your edge rusher. I mean, that was only like one more tackle, one less tackle than Blake Martinez had. The same number of tackles as Blake Martinez had. You know what I mean? So you're getting solid baseline numbers and you're getting high upside numbers. So good for him. He's having – hopefully he makes all pro te- – or not, uh, one of the all pro teams. I mean, we'll have to see, but he's making a case. Oh, yeah, he's definitely – I mean, of the Smith brothers, he's the, he's yeah. the big guy. And mm-hmm. I, my thing is it's such a big year for the defensive linemen. I mean – it's gonna to be tough. It's gonna to be interesting. I think yesterday I was really excited about Sheldon Richardson playing because, you know, of all the everybody getting suspended and you don't talk about somebody who steps up. I mean, five tackles, two sacks, two quarterback hits, a tackle for loss, a forced fumble, and a pass deflection. Massive. That was yeah. Huge, huge day. Yeah. And, and I have Sheldon Richardson. I, I actually. Remember when I you guys gave me all this flack after the first week of this season? I this is a real thing. I dropped Nick Bosa and pick up Sheldon Richardson because he had high tackle game. And I got a lot of flack for it. As you should. Mm-hmm. But but not really. Paid off. 
when I mean, if if I give you, once. you know, if, if I'm talking about po just points alone, I'm still winning this between Sheldon Roots and Nick Bosa, because Nick Bosa will disappear. True. Sheldon Richardson at least will get me, you know, four tackles a game, you know, and that's saying something from a defensive lineman. So, um, true, but you don't get to like laud it over people that you have Nick Bosa. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that the whole point? <laughs> oh, look who I got! Yeah, uh, Sheldon Richardson. Oh, yeah, who cares? Oh, you like Nick Bosa? But oh, I mean, it's so good. Golf clap. About this. Sometimes it's not about the name; it's about the consistency. Just okay. sometimes, though. Just sometimes. Well, no. majority of it's about the name. People went after Roquan Smith. I got Danny Trevathan. People mm -hmm. went after uh, Tremaine Emmons. I got Matt Milano. People go after Nick Bosa, you know, or you got Sheldon Richardson. I've got Everson Griffin too. So there you go. I mean, so in that aspect, you know, people are going after these huge names. I'm going after consistency, and I'm. I, I'll I probably you. win the division today, hopefully, as long as something, you know, Corey Littleton doesn't kill me. So, praying Corey Littleton balls out tonight. All right, let's carry on. Robert Quinn, you said he was going to have a good game. Again. Mm -hmm. Tackle, sack, force fumble, three quarterback hits, and he probably should have had two more sacks. Yeah, he should have. He was kind of – Tom Brady got – Yesterday. Yeah, he was looking a little slippery yesterday, old Tom. It was all that, <laughs> was all that rain. Yeah, no shit. Uh, uh, TJ Watt, two tackles, a sack, force fumble, tackle for loss, pass deflection. And he did most of that in the first quarter, too. He should have had a much bigger game. I was kind of surprised he didn't. Did Pittsburgh's defense played great again like yesterday? Yeah. I mean, TJ Watt and Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward had six tackles, four quarterback hits, tackle for a loss. Um, and a sack, I had those two. They were like my one and two on the week, I think. A ton of these guys that are on this list were in my top 24 this week. Um, you know, it's kind of easy to see some of these coming, playing Cincy, obviously. Mm -hmm. I love seeing Matt Iron on his back playing well again because he was All in my attack, man. I what, mean, what he, did um, what did his uh, counterpart do? Jonathan Allen had like a half a sack. He almost made the list. He's on the honorable mentions part down at the bottom. He had like a half a sack and like five tackles. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about oh, Kerrigan. Kerrigan. I think Kerrigan did shit yesterday. Kerrigan didn't do anything, which again, back to right, the right back to purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> he probably played 90% of snaps just to piss in your face. I mean, me. I mean, it's just one of those things. You know, I. We Matt Ionis didn't score the week before, and he then, had an okay game. He had four tackles, half a sack, half a tackle for a loss, and three quarterback hits. So I mean, that was good for fourteen points in mm -hmm. IDP one two three scoring. But I mean, that's like the threshold of like a good game. So, but Matt Ionis outplayed him in, yeah. in limited snap shares. So we're gonna play Kerrigan. We're gonna pay Kerrigan for no reason. When you Us got suffering concussion, yeah, exactly. Kerrigan has to be on the way out. Like we have to, like right. He's thirty-one, and the mm -hmm. other guys on this line are mm -hmm. like Ionitis is like twenty-three, Deron Payne's like twenty-two, and Jonathan Allen's like twenty-three or twenty-four. And, and Montez Sweat. And Montez Sweat. I mean, and he had a decent game yesterday. He had like a sack and a forced fumble and something else. He came in like a. 11 or 12 points, I believe, overall or something like that. But In a game they were supposed to lose. 
Yeah. Well, did you see before the game they put the graphic up that Washington all time is like twenty nine and one against Detroit at home? Yeah, that's crazy, right? I was kind of I was like, really? And then like they went out there and they waxed them. I mean, not really waxed them, but I mean, basically they waxed them. I mean, I would have expected, go Lions. Oh yeah, to have a little bit more gusto that's, in them. That. That's your that's your typical Lions team right there. Unfortunately, lose, lose right. to the Washington Redskins. You know, I would. I would they're supposed to, to lose. Teams like Dallas and Detroit, you know, play on like Friday before Thanksgiving because they get short week twice a year, and you know because they're the two teams that are always going to play early. You know, play on mm-hmm. Thursday mm-hmm. this week, so. And we talked about short weeks and bad enough. Let's talk. Dude, Dallas flew to New England, played in a late game, late at evening game in mm-hmm. shitty weather. In They're shitty probably weather. they probably just rolled into Dallas fucking an hour or two before we got on here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're tired, and they're not going to get the day off. You know they got to be at meetings. Uh, they got they got to get some practice time. It sure ain't Victory mm-hmm. Monday. So, so it's gonna be yeah, and they're and they're feeling down on themselves too. Mm-hmm. So we got Tuesday, Wednesday, game day, and it's a holiday week. So you know, I mean, like not saying anything. You know, their families, you know, mom, yeah. their mom, Thanksgiving mom. is usually on on Wednesday, right? Aunt, Aunt Brenda's calling. You gonna be there? I saw your game last night. I'm sleeping. What do you want? Good job. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel bad for them, you know, in, in that aspect. Yeah, uh, and they almost. I mean, there was. That if Amari Cooper would have caught that, that would have been awesome. Because yeah, he hadn't well. done anything all game, and I was like, "Oh damn, okay." I was like, fourth and a fourth and ten, Amari Cooper oh, or whatever it was." Yeah, he well, up. I was like, "Wow, what a pro!" And then I saw, I was like, Wah. "Yeah, nope." <laughs> he even saw it too. He was on sideline. He's like, "I'm gonna continue to say this: Who's the best corner in the league?" Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Mm-hmm. It's Stephon Gilmore, bro. <laughs> Dude, nobody has a good game against this guy. Nobody. No. Well, he hasn't played Tyreek this year. Has he? he shuts he down every. He shut him down too. He he plays him what? In a week or two. Yeah. Tyreek Hills had a good game against him in his career. I know. I know. Maybe his last game against him, he wasn't great, but he's had a good game against him. I think last didn't they open the season against the Patriots like two years ago, and Tyreek had like 150 yards. Yeah, but Stephon Gilmore didn't play him. He didn't. He didn't play against them. They, they didn't man him up. Mm. Yeah, that's what. That's when they were like, "Oh, we just got this dude from they knew Buffalo. Get let's let's playing him a zone area." They didn't want to hurt his personal brand. They didn't want him to get burned. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to think about it. the McCourty brothers. Both can run with anybody in the league. They're they're both four three guys. So, and Stephon Gilmore has yet to have really a bad game against anybody. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's hit this list back up because I think we're only about halfway through these D-line studs. I actually looked too. Montez Sweat didn't have a lot, a huge, huge game, but he did end up with 17 points in our league, so that's pretty good. I didn't put him on this list, but he's worth shouting out. Um, Brandon Graham, he's been quietly consistent all season. He had one and a half sacks, two tackles, and two quarterback hits yesterday. Yeah, both those tackles were tackled for loss, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Two tackles. I'll take that all day. Or, I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't write that in here. But they probably were because he got two quarterback hits too. Um, Bud Dupree. He was chilling all game, and then like that very last play when he sealed up that win, 
safety. That's when he got his sack, force fumble, fumble recovery, and his quarterback that stabbed I mean, two tackles. He got all that. He, on the he yeah, played really strong at the end of the game. And yeah. I actually had to stream him because Leighton Vanderish got hurt again. And so I'm like, well, I got to pick up a player, and I'm in a pretty deep league. So I had to pick up Doug, Bud Dupree, and I was pretty happy about it because of the play. I was going to say, finding him on your waiver was a lucky situation. because It mean, really was, I'll be honest with you. And You could see that coming against Cincinnati, and he's been playing really good and the disruption along the line in general. And, again, I mean, you waited the whole game, and he only had like one or two points. And then last defensive play of the game, he, you know, gets you eight or nine. Ten, Another player that I streamed up two weeks ago when Danny Trevathan got hurt, Marcus Golden. Four tackles, three tackles for a loss, a sack, and a quarterback hit. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I mean, two guys that I had to stream because of injuries, and mm-hmm. both of are on our studs list this week, and yeah. have been on my studs. Golden's been had a monster week that week, and I picked him up this Saturday before the game. So it's funny how in fantasy football, like a guy, you know, depending on how we perceive a guy, you know, depends on where he ends up. And you got guys like Bud Dupree and Marcus Golden. You said you get them on waiver wire. I got. Will Fuller on my waiver wire and played him this last week. And in two other leagues that I did not check, he's on the waiver wire. And I would have played him if I'd have known that. And it's just, it's funny how, you know, these guys in your head, you're like, well, they're probably not available. But when guys are up and down, I mean, when people are picking up that hot new waiver guy, I mean, if you catch somebody on a down week that's still a good player, you know, that that is a Bud Dupree, you know, and not a TJ Watt. He's going to hit the waiver wire, you know. Well, just like, remember last week during this show, we were talking about Marlon Mack having a broken hand, and we're like, hey, let's go pick up this rookie – or sorry, the other running back in Williams who's been a journeyman. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was just a few weeks ago. For him this week, so. Just a few weeks ago, I found Landry on the waivers. Yeah, we are yeah. just talking about Harold Landry and on being on somebody's waiver wire, which was bonkers mm-hmm. to me because he really been a baller. Yeah, I got him on waivers. Two quarterback hits, a sack, a tackle for loss. The, the Tennessee Titans defense is pretty stout. I mean, we've got players like Rashawn Evans. We've got John Brown, Harold Landry, Logan Ryan, who's a monster. Kenny Vaccaro, Kevin Byard. All these players are playing very well. So, and did yet, they win yesterday? They, they did. Titans. They destroyed the yes. Jacksonville. Yeah. They completely destroyed Waxed them. Henry had Waxed another them. monster game. So, that dude, I tell you what, if he doesn't have a 75-yard touchdown against Jacksonville, the world's not right. Like, I saw it happen, and I was like, I was like, is this a replay or is this like happening IRL? Like, I feel like I've seen this before. It kind and of looks, and it looks the same every time. It's him running, looking over his shoulder, <laughs> somebody coming up on him, him like stiff arming, and doesn't look like he's running very fast, but like they just like can't get him, and he's always on the sideline, and he always scores. Yeah, I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah, Tannehill's kind of slippery yesterday. I mean, Yannick, your boy Yannick got to him. Two Dude, tackles. My boy Yannick. Let's talk about him. One two sack, tackles, attack tack. for loss, pass deflection, forced fumble, fumble oh, recovery. Henry. That's I mean, that's the stack right there. That's what you're looking for. And Yannick, he was the highest-ranked uh, defensive lineman I had for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I completely faded Calais Campbell, and he didn't do anything yesterday. Like, I don't think he had a stat. Back a couple weeks ago, I have not touched him. The same thing is true of Josh Allen. He has worst game of the season yesterday. I had him kind of high. Well, I was going to move him up by rankings, but thankfully I published him before that. 
So he was still down. <laughs> I had Yannick right before I published. I think he was a top six or seven for me this week, and I was pretty happy with his performance. Um, he's been coming on strong the last five, six weeks. And I'll tell you who was extremely high on our list, and we called him out like five weeks ago about a guy you should go get, and you're probably going to get him waiver wire. Max Crosby. Mm. Max Sack City Crosby, I'm going to call him. Max. Yeah. Another stack. Yeah. Two tackles for loss and a quarterback hit. Jeez. Yeah. And he well, should have had another sack, shouldn't didn't they give yes. him a penalty for one yeah, on one? Penalty. Penalty. Out, which is sack. Had two penalty. Somebody fell on top of uh oh what's his head and he's they were like in the passer. And I was like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> Max Crosby. Dude, he's a ball. I mean, the thing is, I, I had Clean Farrell going against me in this league, and I'm like, man, I'm glad you got this guy going instead of Max Crosby. And he's like, shut up. Yeah, Clean Farrell's going to need some time to develop. Yeah, what happened to the Raiders yesterday? They got they they got whooped. <laughs> yeah. Man, they need a wide receiver. I mean, I Tyrell Williams is all right. Mm-hmm. Aaron Waller's all right, but they need like a wide receiver, like somebody. I mean, like Antonio Brown or no, not him. or Amari Cooper or something like that. No. <laughs> I mean, Sam Hubbard, somebody like that. Oh yeah, Sam Hubbard finally showed back up. Thank God. Six yeah. tackles, a sack, tackle for loss, quarterback hit, pass deflection. Welcome back, Sam Hubbard. <laughs> back, Sam. I, and but I said he was going to have a good week this yes, week. Yes, you did. You said he's yeah. going to be back. Yeah, I mean, I think that puts his tackle he's... number on the season up over fifty. Yeah, you said that was the perfect matchup. It really was. It was just a good matchup for him. <clears throat> to see him get back in the fold is really nice. And I don't know, man. It's 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 we had a tough little sledding for it. Now, is it just the matchup or is it is he back? I mean, he he still had some pretty I mean, like we said, he's got fifty tackles as a defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. So no, yeah, that's I mean, he's not completely fade worthy. Um I just he's you can't confidently he play. He doesn't have to play Cleveland twice over the next, what, four weeks. So that's good. That's, those are good. Those are plus. We say that's good. Uh, Baker's only been sacked six times over the last five games. Hmm. So that, something has happened with well, their line. They got that guy they drafted back, um, Forbes. There's, I am actually, I live in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, which is a school called SEMO here. And we have this offensive lineman last year. His name's Drew Forbes, and apparently he was really good. And they drafted him, and he got hurt in training camp, so he was on IR. He came off IR two weeks ago. And since then, like you said, Baker, I mean, I, it's made a difference for their line. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Robson's started to play well. Trader's playing well. Uh, and they spent a draft pick on him, you know, on their line. Like, he's one of the only linemen they drafted. Um, and apparently he was – Couple other teams had their eye on him, so I mean, apparently he's pretty good. Mayfield was on a streak yesterday where he had twelve complete passes. He threw the interception because it bounced right off of Odell Beckham's hand into the dude's arms, and then, I mean, and otherwise he would have had seventeen straight completed passes, which would have been a high for him because fifteen, I think, is high. I um, love how you call Tre Davis White the dude. <laughs> Davis White has some respect. The dude, one of the best corners in the league, he's going to show up on the defensive back stud section here in a minute. Okay, so let's finish up this list. Shaq Lawson, dude, three quarterback hits, two tackles, 
two tackles for loss, and two sacks. At the end of the ball game, this dude's like, who are you, man? I don't know you. And he starts screaming at me. He's like, I had two sacks on your ass. He's like, you remember me now? <laughs> he's, that's all I got to say to you. <laughs> it was so funny, dude. He was giving this dude the business at the end of the game. Love me a bill. The, the, Bills, the Bills have this cult following for fans, too. It's so amazing. As they should. I have a buddy, my buddy, Brontez Steele. Uh, has no reason to be a Bills fan from where we're from. And he has been a Bills fan since we've been kids. And he he's he's part of the Bills Mafia, man. It's awesome to watch. Those guys are crazy. I think it's because he's a wrestling fan. They, they're all about putting people through tables. So. Yeah, buddy. All yeah. right. I like to party. Defensive back studs, Eric Reed. My oh, dude. my gosh. I had him at defensive back two on the week, and he did not disappoint. 15 tackles, a tackle for loss, and a pass deflection. 15 tackles. Mm-hmm. This, is, this dude's putting linebacker one numbers up mm-hmm. the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Balling. It's, we, said it on, we said it on the show last week, didn't we? Was it on this show or was it on the other show? But, I mean, I, I think it was on this show. It was like Eric Reed is – I mean, he's the most underrated, least talked about safeties in the league right now because he's friends with old Kaepernick. So nobody wants to get shine because you know he's tainted. Mm-hmm. But he is playing. I mean, he's playing lights out. I mean, there's no other way to say it. And he's a leader. I mean, he's not scared to be that guy. You know, and yep. Keekly and between him and Keekly, I mean, they've got a solid, he's solid leadership situation there. Um, they, they've had they've got two or three tough losses. Mm-hmm. You know, just the, the Panthers alone. I mean, they, they were going kicker missed it. A chip shot field goal yesterday. So yeah, I mean, I thought they were going to beat the Saints. I mean, I really thought they were. Um, everything. I mean, and Kyle Allen. We need to talk about that dude's got ice in his veins. I mean, some of those throws on fourth down. I've seen him make some completions on fourth down this season that I don't think Drew Brees could have. Yeah, there's no chance, and there's no chance in hell. He, he's, he's, a baller, man. He, he's, he's playing with. That's, that's young, why Cam Newton's not going to be there next year. Young players. I mean, it's both his wide receivers are. 23 and under. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's 23. I mean, it's basically a bunch of 23-year-olds and Greg Olson and Bruce Irving out there. Mm-hmm. And they're they're going toe-to-toe with some people. I think I picked Josh Allen or Kyle Allen up on a, in a super flex league on the waivers. And I thought it was just gonna be like a goof around, like, oh, I'll play he's, him a or he's two. my quarterback, my quarterback too, my IDP one, two, three league. He he's looking like I might have him for a few years in this dynasty league. I'm like, all right, like I'm fine with that. Like he put up like 40 points yesterday in this league. Yeah, he's a, he's a baller. All right, let's get through the rest of the guys: Tre'Davious White, Justin Simmons, Jamal Adams every week, Landon Collins, Von Bell every week, Sean Williams every week, Malcolm Jenkins. Came out of never Malcolm Jenkins for what <laughs> no. I, wrote, I wrote about how he was going to suck this week, so he went out and had a best week of the season. Uh, yeah. So let's just start with you. Get it just despite tackles, you. Six tackles, four quarterback hits, two tags for loss, and two tackles. <laughs> he basically doubled his production yeah. on the season yesterday. Not yeah, literally, dude. but damn, it felt like it. Yeah, he kind of balled out yesterday. Yeah. Sean Williams, three tackles, an interception, a pass deflection. I didn't even put the sacks on here. He had two sacks too. Yeah. So I, I, I figured, dear. Two tackles for two sacks over here. So, uh, Landon Collins, another big week, 10 tackles, two tackles for loss. Von Bell, a tack for loss and a pass deflection. 
Jamal Adams is good for half a sack. Three quarterback hits, seven tackles. He's putting up some linebacker numbers. Justin Simmons, eight tackles, a pass deflection, the interception. It's it's funny. I had somebody asked a question about Justin Simmons and somebody else, and Eric Harris disappeared yesterday, which was tough. Justin mm-hmm. Simmons comes back and plays stronger again. Tredavis White, you've been all over Tredavis White for weeks. Three tackles, four pass deflections, and an interception. Uh, four pass deflections is that's huge. And again, tag good. Um, Eric Reed, like we already talked about, another baller game. Uh, honorable mentions, like you talked about on our list, uh, we have Jonathan Allen, Minka. I guess we're going to put Deion Jones on your on the honorable mentions. He had nine tackles and I think like a something else. So something he else. Had a, he had <laughs> ten or eleven points. It wasn't bad. He looked at the ball. Tell me this not this list. It, you know, we're just, I was just talking about uh, AJ Johnson had 15 total tackles, 10 solos, five assists, a tackle for loss, he and a quarterback gone. hit. He should have gone. He's definitely game. a stud this week. Yeah, I was. I missed that one. So, Good to give him a uh, shout out. It's funny. I, I was playing against playing against two different leagues and used him in, in another league. And he was on the bench in both other leagues I was playing against him, which I was just like, yes, <laughs> thanks. Divine problem. Because I played him in the leagues that I – because he's played pretty well the last couple weeks. So, um, And that's saying something because Todd Davis played well too. Yeah. Well, it seems like he's going to be – like seems like Josie Jewell is like – the Josie Jewell era came and went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because A.J. Johnson is balling. So very well. uh, Alec Ogletree had a big – he had an interception in the end zone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that helped boost him up a good bit. Um, Make Fitzpatrick, what do you have? I think six or seven tack, five or six tackles, but he had a fumble recovery. So I mean, again, he didn't have the interception like I thought he'd have, um, but he had the big play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Bush, he wasn't in the stud section, but he caused the fumble, and you know he kind of had a low tackle number the past couple of weeks. But um, the thing about IDP that I kind of like is not everybody's ability is dependent on them as the individual so it's like you get a good defense you're going to get good idp players on that defense so like the 49ers a good example there are a lot of good playable guys because so and so is causing pressure so and so gets the sack well so and so knocked the fumble out well so and so picked it up and ran in for a touchdown everybody gets points on that play similar thing with the Steelers you know it's like TJ Watt you know he's going to get lots of pressures cause a forced fumble Devin Bush caused a forced fumble that Minka Fitzpatrick picks up that forced fumble you know um Cam Hayward's deflecting a pass that so and so is intercepting I mean there's mm-hmm. just you got all these different guys that are really good high level players it helps the other guys whereas on offense you know if you just have an alpha on your team it doesn't really help the other guys as much um, maybe sometimes they might draw coverage but you're still kind of you have a little less um, you know yeah you don't get a point for the running bl- the running back blocking somebody exactly. and, you don't it, get quite you don't have the the love isn't spread around quite as mm-hmm. much it's all like it's all Julio had 11 catches for 150 yards and a touchdown that doesn't help Calvin Ridley but you know if TJ Watt forces two fumbles, you know, Cam Hayward might pick one up and run in for a touchdown. That helps a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I like, you know, it's good to see 
you can kind of count on these guys on these big play offense, uh, big play defenses. And Minka, you know, he's been down a little bit down the past couple of weeks, but again, I mean, he's he's good for basically a big play a week. It seems like, um, and it was good to see him and Devin Bush, you know, kind of feeding off each other and helping your team out. You, you know, I, I said the biggest for Tampa Bay, the biggest grab for them was Nam Kinsu, who's going to be an honorable mention this week. Two tackles, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits. Every time he has a good game, Shaq Barrett has a good game, mm-hmm. which is just like last year. Every time he had a good game, Aaron Donald. Another person that isn't on our list and kind of disappeared for most of the year because of injury is Jared Davis came back, had a good game. Six, He had six tackles, two assists, uh, two tackles for a loss, um, a sack. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been a big up and down player, um, but he I mean, he keeps. Coming. I'll take that out of. I mean, he's an inside linebacker. He didn't, he didn't have a Joe Schober day, but I mean, he did have eight tackles, so I'll give him that. So overall, um, credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Um, Fabian we, Moreau had a had a decent game for a quarterback yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Six total tackles, uh, two quarterback hits. Uh, Hit two other big things, right? Uh, yeah. Two interceptions. It's worth noting. Um, Ronnie Fender definitely got to be on this list. Two interceptions. So, Ronnie Harrison went out with an injury yesterday for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That hurt a lot of people. Um, he's been playing really well, and he only played, I think, eleven or twelve snaps. So that kind of sucks. Jabril Peppers. He went out with an injury. Um, so there's some banged up safeties out there. Tracy Walker, a lot of people have been riding him. So it'll be interesting to see um, what we can find on our waiver wires this week to replace these guys or on your benches, um, just depending on your situation. But uh, Jared Wilson, we talked about him a little bit yesterday. He played 100% of snaps still at safety. Um, so he might be seeing a little uptick in action with Ronnie Harrison potentially out. Um, this next week, we'll just have to keep an eye on that. Like you said, I wanted Bethea to have a better game after Peppers went out, but he didn't. But I mean, I'm st- still locking Bethea in every week. He's a top 10 play. Um, he just has shown that throughout his whole career that he can tackle. And that's, you know, what you want from a defensive back. Honestly, you want the big playability around him. That's why I like him and Peppers together. But even with Peppers gone, I still think he's a great play. So. Another honorable mention got to put it in here is Michael Kendricks, eleven solos and a tackle for loss. He might be. A, he, I mean, he's definitely on the on the tender of a stud yeah. for that tackle for loss. He keeps showing up too. He was. We talked about him last week. He had a good game. Good another game. guy who had a good game. Vita Vey. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> what a troll move. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, it's a Bruce Arians offense. I was like, uh, of course. Uh, that Gosh, was crazy. Pumped when he caught that, though. <laughs> I mean, I well, he had a sack too. Yeah, he had a tackle on a sack mm-hmm. and a tackle for loss, and a touchdown. Yeah, and, and a, a touchdown. touchdown. <laughs> I wonder, did you guys have have him in any leagues? Did you guys get the points for that? I mean, it's, I, I did not play I'm, him. I'm in some weird, well, but yes, I, I, in one of my leagues, he did get a touchdown points. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm in a league where I had Micah Hyde and. 
he had a special teams touchdown that didn't get counted for. Yeah, him. we talked about that a couple weeks ago, and that's that's yeah. crap. It's touchdown, really, it's still a touchdown. Really yeah. upsetting. I'm in another league too, where um, Chase Winovich earlier in the season he had that touchdown off the block kick, and he didn't get that. That's like crazy. it shows up in like the little thing on sleeper, but mm-hmm. he didn't get the points for it. I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell's going on here, guys? Yeah, that's twelve points right there. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we doing this? Like, come on. Yeah, um, I wanted to ask you. So, KJ Wright showed up. Michael Kendrick showed up. Bobby what, Wagner. What happened to Bobby Wagner? I honestly, I mean, I don't know. Stat wise, like, I, what he did, y'all have to look real quick. I he didn't show up on the studs part. So, I mean, I don't he, think he broke ten tackles. So he must have been in the duds part then. Yeah, we I, don't know, I don't know if he did anything yesterday. He's still one of the highest leading tacklers in the league right now. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but he's he's been balling. It's a season. lot of assists, though. Let's take a look here. Bob, he's the one guy that I'm thinking of. With the other two that had such a good game, I mean, he had six total tackles yesterday. Mm-hmm. Six tackles. That's it. Nothing Four. else. Four solo, two assists. No pass deflections, no fumble recoveries, no quarterback hits, nothing. Just six tackles. Mm-hmm. So that's not that's not great. No, no, he didn't do anything besides that. So and overall, I mean, pretty good week for the IDP guys. I mean, just fun to watch. Play pretty well. Oh yeah. If you don't play IDP, I mean I feel bad for people that don't play IDP. Obviously, someone's listening to this show probably does, but Guys, tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about IDP. Tell your friends about our Twitter accounts. Tell everybody you know the IDP is what's up. Um, we're trying to get this stuff off the ground. You know, we want you to be able to play DFS IDP. We want you to be able to talk about IDP with your friends. Um, and part of that is just having good, relevant information out there, which is kind of what we're trying to do. I mean, we're, we put this stuff out there for you guys so that you can become more educated, so that we can become more educated. We get feedback from you guys, um, you know, we'll just keep growing this thing. If you want to go check us out on the iTunes or the Spotify and all that, leave us a review. I don't know if we have any reviews yet on our show. I haven't looked, but I'm sure it's not enough. Give us a five-star review, you know, um, and tell your friends about the show. You know, in the off season, when we're not talking, you know, just breaking down what happened, you know, we're going to talk more about projecting the season. We're going to dissect some of the stuff that happened this last season. Um, you know, we're gonna talk about scoring, talking about just a lot of stuff, you know, and especially when the draft season comes around and Jared starts dropping the rookie shows. I mean, you gotta be on for that. Cause I mean, there's so many good rookies in IDP. I mean, you have several rookies that are top 10 at their position. I mean, between Devin Bush, Devin White, Josh Allen, Nick Bosa. I mean, these are all guys that are top 12, top 15 in IDP leagues right now. So you need to be abreast of the situation, you know, who's going to be that guy. Um, you know, look at last year, these safeties came out screaming, Derwin James, Jesse Bates. So, you know, IDP, it doesn't, yeah, Darius, it doesn't take quite as long as it does for an offensive player to become very relevant in IDP. So keep up with us, follow that stuff. You know, we got, hopefully looks like we're going to be, I look like I'm going to be going to the uh, senior bowl with expand the box score. Hopefully Jared's there too. Hopefully we're going to be able to get some interviews with some of these guys for you guys. Hopefully get some of them to start, you know, gassing up IDP in their locker rooms. You know, some of these dudes like, yo, like, let's get some of this, you know, $7 billion fantasy 
sports industry money, you know, on the defensive side of football. So we're just we're doing our little part. It's going to take everybody. That's why we call it the IDP Army. I mean, if we want to win over the masses, we got to, you know, we got to stand shoulder to shoulder and we got to be willing to fight for this stuff. And we're doing it. I mean, that's why I'm up on a Monday morning at five o'clock. That's why Jared's up at four o'clock. It's because we love you guys and because we know that you guys can have as much fun as we're having. And we think you deserve that. And we're here to help you get there. So that's all for the IDP 411 today. It's been real hanging with you guys as always. These are my bros. These are my woes. We We got a lot of stuff going here, guys. (laughs) 